Welcome to the Snap UK podcast, your home for the NFL news, views and opinions on this side of the pond. With me today, I have a full house of accomplices. John, Jim, Gary and Paul, say hello. 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 John from behind the glass uh, and his laptop and all the things he keeps on his laptop. I'll, I'll tag him in at half time. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us as another NFL season begins. Don't forget to check out uh, check out Jim's musings on the website, uh, thesnappodcast.com, and join with our, in with our discussion and debates on Twitter. Uh, I've put insert handle thingy because I always get it wrong. The Snap UK. The Snap UK. It's there not, you go. It's not difficult. Yeah, Twitter. I don't use it. <coughs> it's a huge week one slate of games, and they range in result from the sublime to the ridiculous. We'll dive right in and see who's off on the best foot and who shot themselves in both feet already. Buckle up, boys. 16 games to smash through. And no fence sitting, right? No fence sitting. Is that why John's behind the glass? That is why John's behind the glass. <laughs> the splinters in his bottom are deep enough. So, the season began with Thursday night football on Thursday night, where the Super Bowl champion Rams hosted the Bills in a battle between two teams expected to be nailed on for deep playoff runs. Ultimately, what we got was a surprising blowout. Bills overturning the champs 31-10, despite a 10-all halftime scoreline. John and I stayed up for this one. Uh, I'm guessing the rest of you just watched the highlights. But this was an interesting turn of events in the second half and some problems for the Rams already. I think the word used most on Twitter was sloppy. I mean, I saw was, that a lot. It was sloppy. And you can say that for a lot of the week one games, I think. There was a lot of... Uh, That's the title of the podcast for this there week. There we go. Yeah. Straight, <laughs> week straight one, sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say the, the Rams' offensive line was particularly sloppy and the Bills' offense, uh, sorry, defense was not. So Von Miller uh, came to play. Two sacks, and he was involved in everything. <laughs> like, so th- this game, to me, comes down to two future Hall of Famers. Von Miller going into the Bills, and he just destroyed. And um, the loss of Andrew Whitworth. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that looks like something they haven't been able to sort. I mean, and we know this is always the case. <clears throat> you lose your left tackle... If you don't replace them immediately, there's a period of serious adjustment, and it looked it. F them picks. Yeah, the, the Bills got seven sacks on Stafford, 15 QB hits. I think... If he you look, he was back in Detroit, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Bill, uh, Bills have multiple pressure sacking in the game, including three edge, edge rushers, which Brandon me selected between the 20th and 61st overall picks. In 2020-2021. Talk about that because the Bills have got a very different way of, of composing their roster and they've actually used their picks really wisely. One Ram player had three plus pressures. That was Aaron Donald. Five Bills players had three plus pressures on, on, on Stafford. And yeah, Aaron Donald's amazing, but he can't do everything. And that I think that's where the Rams sometimes come unstuck when they're against quality teams is there's no... There's, there's, there's really high quality players Lack and of depth. a big drop it off into who's your next <coughs> who are the edge rushers in Rams no I don't think anyone ran it off the top of their head I can't name them whereas the Bills have just got loads and now they've added Von Miller and there's that continual kind of rotation of, of defensive pressures they Buffalo didn't blitz once in this game huh. those all those sacks and all those pressures just came from a four front defen- four defensive front and Cam Akers did absolutely nothing and Henderson turned up at least, I suppose, a bit for the Rams. But I think there was a feeling Cam Akers was just immediately going to assume the number one role in the backfield, and it, and it just isn't the case. The McVeigh uh, running back scheme is very much like the one the Patriots have used for years, where it's just we'll rotate it round week to week. But Akers didn't look great. Henderson looked better, so that's what they stuck with. Mm. But 
the Rams in general, they were lucky to be 10 all at half time. They hadn't played that well. Stafford looked completely out of rhythm. And he hasn't played in preseason because of the elbow. Yeah. And it showed. They, they just He just wasn't ready. Lots I, of first teams don't play in preseason, yeah. do they? Across the league. And I think, that's a, I think that's a problem. I think you can look at a lot of teams where there was rustiness in some of the, the star players. Probably well, the te- Texans did well, didn't they? Yeah. In, in um, preseason. And we'll get onto it later. But you saw not just the Texans, but other teams that have really invested into preseason start the but, season yeah. better. In previous years, they'd at least have like you know the first half or the first quarter of you know four one of two or four of the preseason games. Mm. One less preseason game, and it just feels like it's been become a trend where first team players just don't play anything. I'd like to circle back to one thing you mentioned around the Rams treating their running back stable like the Patriots. Mm. The Patriots always had a plan. So James White was the catching back. Yep. Rex Burkhead, whoever was a just a ram. Legarrett Blunt was the ultimate ram. Yeah, yeah, and which is oddly what the Rams needed. Yeah, know, yeah. Just that. it just didn't feel like the Rams <clears throat> had a plan. It was just yeah, stick this guy in. It hasn't worked. I right, stick the other guy in. Yeah, it was very much. Uh, you know, strangely, what I thought was missing was somebody like Sony Michelle. But you know, imagine if you had him and then you didn't have him anymore. But it's one sort of unfortunate thing about the Rams is you've spent everything high, like like Jim said, and then there are pieces missing. Alan Robinson has had no time to acclimatise with Matt no. Stafford. So if Beckham was fit, and they've still got him, and I believe they're still the favourites to re-sign him, you he's, feel they've still been, got a locker there. Yeah, you, well, you they'll, feel they'll just drop Robinson, won't they, <laughs> to make up the space. And, I don't know. And John's that, fantasy dreams will be over. <laughs> If you're Robinson in every division. If you're Odell Beckham though, and you're watching that game, where are you going to go? I'm oh, right. go. Probably to the Bills. Yeah, uh, It's a more complete team. It is. Uh, James Cook. We heard a lot about James Cook coming up to this game. Uh, he had one carry, one fumble. Rookie fumble. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, there was a lot of that. Not, not rookie a rookie error. But it, it was, it was um, sloppy. <laughs> yeah, thank you, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Um Distinct lack of running game, really, again, from the Bills. And um, this I is always there would be more. Like, there's only 25 carries, and Josh Allen had 10 of those. Mm. That's going to hurt them down the stretch. Yeah. Well, like it does every it's time. It started to cost them last year. They went through a period where they couldn't move the ball through the air, and they don't have anything to fall back on. And eventually, Allen will get injured. Because, because people do. I don't, it might not be Allen that gets injured, but it means that the team won't be on the... The offence won't be on the field long enough, and the defence will be. And that will... No matter how many defensive rotations you've got that will wear out the defence uh, I'm not unduly concerned about the Rams because they have Sean McVay but you have to say you didn't want to be on the back foot from the off this season in this particular division Rams started a bit slow last year yeah. as well they are traditionally slow starters then they'll just go and sign some veterans for the gaps that they've got and it'll get better like it's I, I'm, I'm not, I don't think that's a concern. The no. Rams roster is still very strong compared to most. The Bills, you're up against the Bills. Most of us pick them to I mean, win the Super Bowl. This is my pick for the Super Bowl. I think literally it's match everyone up. in NFL media have picked, picked the Bills, Bills. to win. They the just Super look Bowl. so good. Von Miller could be the difference for them. And if they can get anything out of their trio of running backs, then you can't see many gaps. The tight end maybe a little bit, but... Again, Dawson Knox. He was a new contract. Yeah, he was. He didn't do much this week, but he's fine. They like his blocking though as well. Like that's he's there to open the holes for Allen. Right, from one NFC West team to another now, and Monday Night Football gave us the Rust Bowl, uh, which sounds almost dirty. 
Broncos at Seahawks, and the offseason has been peppered with talk of the Broncos' rise and the Seahawks' demise. But in this one, the Hawks come out on top 17-16 after a late 64-yard miss by Brandon McManus. If you're having to rely on a 64-yard kick, you fucked up. Well, this is mainly because Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson are not on the same page in this game at any point. They had three delay of game penalties. They fumbled twice on the goal line because they just weren't getting the plays in. And Russell Wilson didn't look convinced that the plays that were coming in were correct anyway. That's what happens when you have a coordinator who firstly looks like a boiled bollock <laughs> and secondly isn't used to playing with that sort of quarterback. Well, it's the fact that he's been calling plays for Aaron Rodgers. Known for his mobility. Also known for just just doing what he thinks is best. And this is my thing with Nathaniel Hackett. How do you know he's any good? <laughs> it's a fair point because before he had the Packers job, he had he was the Jaguars offensive coordinator. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm just saying. But didn't he get... Sorry, John? Didn't he get balls to a championship game? He did indeed get balls to a championship to game. Thank well, you for Well, the Jaguars them. defense got balls to a championship <laughs> game. That's, that's enough balls talk for this week. Uh... So an alarm for balls. The <laughs> <laughs> so the Geno era uh, in Seattle gets off with a win, and they, <laughs> there were there were chants of Geno for MVP. I can't allow the Geno era to go unnoticed <laughs> as well. I'm not having that. No. You know how every year I like to support one or two crap quarterbacks. <laughs> Guess who's on the list this year? I've got the re- return of my main man coming up, and Geno Smith. I'm delighted. I, I couldn't be happier. It, oh. He played exactly what Pete Carroll wanted him to do. It was conservative. It was fairly incisive, to be fair, especially in the first so half. So conservative. Yeah. What are the average per throw? I can't remember, but it, it wasn't massive. Seven yards. Yeah. but That's all you need. But, but he was accurate. He's 22 of 28. It's just going to ruin people's fantasies. D- DK Metcalf, seven targets, seven receptions, 36 yards. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler Lockett wasn't much better. <laughs> no. Uh, Tyler Lockett, three receptions, 28 yards. Yeah. The two tight ends, Colby Parkinson, Will Disley, got the most yards only because they had a 25 and 38 yard. yard They're just running around in, in, like, in straight lines making space but for Gino. No, I mean, I, I wouldn't. Well, no, you all got to big up Gino. This wasn't about the Seahawks winning. No, this of match. course not. This was about the Broncos losing, losing. this match. Yeah, yeah. And there were, I mean, they had several opportunities to score. You mentioned the, the two goal line fumbles, the, the kick to try and win the game, you know. We were watching the the Manning cast pre, uh, just before this, the clip where they, they spent 20, 25 seconds waltzing up to the play line to then call a timeout. Time for another play. Get another 10 yards. So at least try and make it a little bit easier. I mean, the guy's a good kicker, but if we've learned anything from It would have been week, the second longest yeah. successful field goal of all time. Yeah, but it's not he's... like you're doing that at Marla High Stadium. Yeah, central and getting the place for yeah. it. So, uh, bad news for the Seahawks, despite the fact that they sit atop of the NFC West. Uh, Jamal Adams, the most expensive safety of all time, could be out for the season. Torn quadriceps, damaged knee. Yeah. This, is, this is not good for a team that's basically going to be playing defence and hoping for the best. But they stopped they stop the Broncos three times inside the 10. And one of the key players is Jamal Adams. Yes. He's everywhere. This is a lack of reps for the Broncos. If these two teams played each other week 10, this would be a blowout. I've got the feeling there's a lot of questions about the Broncos. And I think, because everyone's really been very big that get a quarterback in there and they're... Not this guy. And they're Super Bowl contenders. I don't know. I just, I think there's a lot of questions in there. I wouldn't say they're Super Bowl contenders. They're wide receiving core. There's questions. 
I don't agree with that. I do you not? No, I don't agree. I agree that... I don't like this when I'm siding with Gary, but once who again, do you love siding with Gary. Offense. Who do you love? I love Cortland Sutton. Do you? Yes. It's a lot do of potential. You? I love I love Cortland Sutton. It's a lot of potential. That's all I can say about him. Before his injury, he came up big for them. He was a he made some spectacular yeah. catches, and he hasn't had enough time back to say he's really Maybe. I'm not saying from he's the injury. Bad, but like, you know. Like, would you take him over Robert Woods? I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to be fair, this weekend, yeah. Which, which, but would yeah, you take? We, a, we were going to mention that. Well, that's some good. Would you take any Drew Lock led court? Any sorry, Drew Lock led wide out exactly. against anyone? We've had this. We had this conversation. Even Pete Carroll wouldn't do that. Apparently. Before Peyton yeah. Manning got to the Broncos, you know, they're Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker, good wide receivers, but probably wouldn't be in your top ten. As soon as Peyton Manning gets there, he elevates them. I think eventually Russell Wilson will elevate those wide receivers. And we think Russell Wilson will get back to the Russell Wilson because at the end of last season... I don't season, think he was that far off it this week. Just, they had a few the last season bricks. at the end, oh, yeah, injury, he wasn't great. No, was he, he, wasn't, but he wasn't great, but he was on a bad team. I think the Broncos are a much better team. I think there's a massive... There's, By know, week five, the Broncos will be more exactly. or less up to speed. Yeah. It's whether or not it's week five is too late for the Broncos. This was the right time for Seattle to play them. Yes, yeah, Absolutely. Of course it was. If Seattle go 1-16 and 16 in the season, though, Gino will be so happy. <laughs> right, moving on from that. There were two other games involving NFC West teams, with the Chiefs travelling to the Cardinals, demolishing the Desert Birds 44-21, to 21, and the Niners travelling to Chicago, losing 10-19 to 19 in the driving rain. Who was the person who picked the Chiefs for the Super Bowl? That was me. Oh, that was, that was, that was me. That, yeah. that was well, me. Let's start with Chiefs cards. Uh, and boy, did the Kansas City Chiefs come out fighting. Uh, no trouble replacing Tyreek Hill then. I can't believe anyone thought it'd be an issue. No. Like, it's not like you've got Geno Smith behind under centre. You've got Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> you've got the best quarter, the like, most generational the talent. back in the league. So Juju Smith-Schuster basically stepped up on the outside. Yeah. And everybody else stepped up on the inside. It was... It was crazy. Like Clyde Edwards-Alaire looked like the player we thought he was going to be two the years ago. The first of his two touchdowns, by the way, the oh, underhand brilliant. pass from Mahomes but was we've amazing. Been, we've been seeing that from Mahomes for the last three, four years. Has why did we... I don't understand why there was this He's doubt, got something like 40 touchdowns and three interceptions in September, winning 12 or 14 September yeah. games in his career. The Chiefs always start strong. They do, but... I, I, I don't understand... I don't understand the... Oh, he hasn't got Tyreek Hill anymore. This could be a bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's absolute bullshit. He is a quality, quality future Hall of Fame. He quarterback. is the best quarterback yeah. in the league. We we know this to be true. 21 points flatters the Cardinals. Most of that was in garbage time. Oh, they were so far off the pace. This is why I picked Cliff Clinkenuts to get fired. This is why I said Kyler Murray is not worth the money. I know he's held them to ransom. I know they maybe don't have a better option. He's just not good enough. He's not good enough. The offensive line isn't good enough. The, the running, running game, game was terrible. The, the defense was just terrible. Absolutely terrible. I don't have the running stats in front of me, but I, I had a look earlier. There were 22 carries for 103 yards. And what did, what did Connor get? He, he's supposed to be leading. Connor had 10 carries for 26 yards. Yeah, 2.6 yards. Connor, Connor did not lead that. He, no, not he really, was there. He was the to, touchdown. Yeah, he was. Oh, I had him in fantasy, and all he did was just score me 12 points with 30 yards and a touchdown every week. Oh, you must be gutted. I'd love that. <laughs> a fantasy later, Up at the top. Yeah, I had a good fantasy week, and I still lost. So, yay. <laughs> Against <laughs> me. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the, the Chiefs were 
were likely to win this game anyway. But just by this much, that highlights for me how far the Cardinals are off the pace. Yeah. Do you want to know who, the, who had the most reception, reception yards for Arizona? Uh, it was a guy whose, na- whose name I've never heard called before. Yeah. I, I, it's Greg Dorch. Greg Dorch. That's not a real name. Did Ertz even play? Ertz was there. He had two receptions, 14 yards and a touchdown. Greg Dorch. Jimmy Graham style stats. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, you've got no DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore. Got yeah, basically, no D-Hop, no cards. Yeah, Marcus Brown's there, but, you know, I, I don't rate him when he was at the Ravens. I don't know they why. They played Trevor in college, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. And... It wasn't pretty. No. And and the problem is the Cardinals normally start strong and finish weak. If they start oh, weak and finish weak, I mean, by week 12, Cliff's gone. It's over. The, the, we, uh, I think week 12 is generous. Which, like, which team by? in college just fired the coach? Oh, uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Okay, Cliff, back to college you go. <laughs> Him or Matt Rule, one of them's taking that job. Yeah. That's a massive college job. Right. Uh, well, let's console the two Niners fans then. Uh, Chicago <laughs> Bears winning 19-10. In a sloppy rain fest, uh, in the duel of two second-year quarterbacks, uh, both of whom I'm assured were struggling because of the weather. Um, you can't call Trey Lance. A, I suppose he is a second. He is a second-year quarterback, like yeah. it or not. He, he is. is a second-year quarterback, but to your point, like he's he's only played play nine games, games in his life. Yeah. I've actually thrown more NFL passes than this fella. Is how it feels. In the rain, apparently. Apparently, he's played loads in the snow, but not in the rain. Come on then, tell me, how on earth did you throw this away? Is it the same old problem in that your cornerbacks can't pick anyone up? Cornerback was probably the biggest issue, biggest issue. In that, I mean, you look at two of the of the Bears touchdowns and the receivers were wide open, and there was no need either. Like no. they only had like two players to. The other thing, the other thing that killed us was penalties in, in the in the second half. I think it was two. The last drive, we gave away three yeah. penalties on. And the late hit was fifteen yarder as yeah, well. Exactly. It was. Like, it was, it was you know, I know it was a nasty late hit. I know well, Trey right? Lance. I know that the headlines are going to be all oh, Trey Lance lost the game. This wasn't about Trey Lance. I mean, maybe the offense threw one bad interception. Didn't maybe it? The, you, you can argue the offense and going. Did you see the field? Oh yeah, it was. It, it was. It reminded, a I said to Jim, it reminded me of that Niners um, Washington, Washington game, yeah, like a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was, it was awful to watch, and it was just like that. Like, there's bigger question marks about a secondary. There's bigger question marks about the offensive line. I think the one thing I will say about Trey Lance is. Needs to learn to slide. <laughs> he had some runs, and fair play to him. He put his body on the line, but Jesus oh. Christ, man, you're the so quarterback. Slide. I think he needs to learn, learn to slide and get the ball out quicker. Yeah. yeah. My first question that I came away with from this game is: If Jimmy G was playing, don't you win this game quite easily? No. Really? No. I'm, I'm afraid I'm, you're not uh, watching the same game. I'm not a Niners fan either, but I agree with them. What a load of old I'm horse manure that what? is! He would have absolutely dissected this Bears team. No, no. Yes, he would. No, he would. John's nodding. He's not got a microphone. But yes, he would. You're, you're so blind to the Jimmy G no, success. I'm not blind to the Jimmy G success at all. I back Jimmy G as being one of the most successful quarterbacks. He's a brilliant. He's, yeah, like, Jimmy G is a great backup. But I don't. I don't think he would have done any more, and he probably would have done a bit less because at least Trey Lance had the ability to escape. But he didn't need to escape. He, he was did. breaking down and running because he was holding on to the Only because he was holding the ball so long. Mike, Mike Maglinski was like nowhere. I thought he was still <laughs> the, in preseason. The interior offensive, offensive line, the 49, is, it's bad. It's, bad. Yeah. it's a weakness coming into the, into the year, and it was really bad on, on Sunday. At least Trey Lance had the ability to get away, even with a field that, I mean, 
how does that that, that field is just newly laid? <laughs> it's, it's not just, good. Also, the other thing, uh, I was chatting to Brian, our, our friend in Ireland, who's a Bears fan. I was like, you're suggesting getting a new stadium with a roof. Not having a roof is how you won this game. Well, that's very true. Well, I haven't got the Niners' next four games up in front of me, but I don't think you've got a particularly easy start to the season. We've got Seahawks next. Oh, are they? Gino. That's 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Um, and store, store, store. Seahawks, Broncos, and then Rams. Seahawks, Broncos, Rams. So Could be it, two and two. Could be two and two. It, there's a chance you're 0 oh and 4. I think. Yeah. What? Because the Seahawks. Seahawks. Come on. We do lose to the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> they do lose to the Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, we, are, we are hope. Pete yeah. Carroll's got the number on all the Niners. All I would say is I think uh, for once I'm going to give Shanahan a break myself. And I, I've gone in on Trey Lance for fantasy purposes this year as well. I am How'd support- that go for you? I like this new Gary. Look. He lives I'm, in the future. He's I'm, doing it. I know. I'm, I know. I'm going all in. I, I, think, I do think there is an element of like, all right, you've got, you've know, got to put faith I, in. I, the I kid. know he is yeah. a second-year quarterback, but he is effectively a rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterbacks are gonna make mistakes. I'm, I'm all not, on board with that. They're it's, not. I, I the problem him, is I you've got him, rid of the most successful quarterback you've had in 15 years to bring in somebody who isn't ready. Kaepernick yeah. was it's pretty, not, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty decent. But, but he wasn't as successful. He lost his win percentage was far worse than Jimmy G's. That's my point. But it's, it's not all Jimmy G's, is it? We've got one of the best defences the league's had yeah, yeah. as well for the last three or four years. So you can't just go, oh, I'm going to take all that credit, you know, Jimmy. Um, Can you? Like, it's not all is. I just, I, I, Te- teams go all in to win, and it feels like you've gone all in to Yeah, it's, all, know, it's all about Jimmy in win. the regular season, but then when we lose in the, in the in the playoffs or the Super Bowl, nothing to do with Jimmy. You know. No, no, he's the reason you didn't win the Super Bowl you were in, because yes. he, he underthrew the receiver. However... If you'd have had decent cornerbacks as well, that would have helped. Right, still haven't. That's that's it. So just just to recap here, NFC West, uh, the Seahawks are one, and everyone else oh oh oh. So who's fallback coming? Uh, speaking of surprise winners, let's talk about a team dear to the hearts of two of my colleagues. John will need to jump in here. The uh, New York Football Giants, who outplayed the 2021 AFC number one seed Tetons in the second half to rally from 13 points down for a 21-20 victory. Danny Dimes turning it round after a shocker of an interception. If you look at some of the young players coming through at the Giants and Saquon actually being fit for the first time in a long, probably since he won the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Is that 2019? Yeah. yeah. He, he, looked, he, looked he looked amazing. He did look amazing. So there's good players coming, good young players coming through. I thought Evan Neal, although he was rated pretty badly by PFF, I thought Evan Neal was, was great. I thought it was him and Andrew Thomas are actually giving us a decent O-line. Yep. This is really encouraging. And, you know, this. all right, there's the old, it's week one. Boo! <laughs> they shouting that. But <laughs> I'm... I'm an alarm for that as well. I, I, I am... <laughs> slap it down, John. Slap it down. <laughs> one of these is a boo. One of these is a boo. I love it when he hasn't labelled the soundboard. All these times he could just like label up the soundboard. <laughs> Lazy, that's what it is. Yeah. I'm quietly confident. Could you just load up the Giants' fixtures for me? Because I would never have had us beating the, the, the Tetons. At the no. same time, the Tetons lost the game, you could argue. Yeah. Uh, you could. Could. Uh, so you're home to the Panthers. Win. Home to the Cowboys. Dakless Cowboys. Dakless Cowboys win. Home to the Bears. Win. Oh my word, they're four and oh. And then you're at the Packers. Four and one. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe. 
Shall I start planning a, a plane trip to Arizona in February? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can. Do you know anyone <laughs> over there? <laughs> it reminds me of... Um, I don't want to use the Todd Bowl Jets. Mm. They're not the greatest team, but you got the feeling, like the way they embraced Dayball at the yeah. end, they're playing for the manager, the, the head coach. I think the, um, he's really got them psyched up. I think that's really, that, to me, the performance was typically New York Giants, you know, um, that we've, we've, we've sort of realised that the Titans... Uh, if if you don't give en- Henry the ball, uh, what you get eighty two rushing yards? Yeah, Derek Henry. Yeah. You more or less bottled him up as well as anyone else had done. I mean, there was a highlight play tackle. The Crowder, yeah. the Crowder hit on him was beautiful, and that's that's Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, but mm. um, Dable balling out Danny Dimes on the sideline after the interception was exactly what he yeah. needs. You've, he's got to be told, look, you're you're playing for a job. So get out there and win it. And some of his scrambles were excellent, by the way. Yep. And that is what he does well. Apart from, you know, sometimes he falls over and doesn't score touchdowns. But that is what he does well. The uh, the 68-yard uh, rush from Saquon Barkley was the longest rush for New York Giants since that Daniel Jones stumble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and neither of them scored. No. In two seasons. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But, yeah, I, the, uh, the performance was just New York Giants in a nutshell. It, there were some... Nice bits in it. There was an obvious interception. There was some real sloppiness. But I kind of like the fact that the players were um, up for it. So, and questions then. We should mention Giants over 500 for the first time since 2016. First uh, time since the, uh, the, the boat. The boat on the boat. Mother, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, questions. Uh, who the fuck is Dontrell Hillard? Don't know. Came out well, of nowhere. Scored two touchdowns as the running back mate to Derrick Henry. Well, it's because it's because they've realised that if you give Henry the ball every fucking play, <laughs> he gets injured. So they're having to spread it out, and it just makes them Henry. a much worse team. Whilst he did have eighty-two yards, Henry didn't look like the Henry. No, not no. yet. He had, no. he had a long of eighteen yards. We'd normally expect him to break off something. I, I think the Giants' defence played him really well. The, the second question: Kenny Golladay, spent force, done. Yes. Yeah. He, how, he just looked leggy, just like tired. I completely agree with that. But how good could Kadarius Tony look on some of those players? Yeah. So uh, he should do because that's a lot ex- of talent. Yeah, he's, he's just a disruptive person. But, but this has always been the problem with well, with the Giants, with a lot of teams, is realizing that talent. But Randy Moss was disruptive. Archisinko was yeah, disruptive. Yeah, yeah. I am nowhere saying he's but as good I, as those players. Yeah. Yeah. The, the best wide receivers are disruptive players. They do tend to be. Sterling Shepard is an excellent underrated player for the Giants. He gets injured too often, which is a shame. But if if you can just keep the core of that wide receiver room, and Gary, to be fair, has been saying for years, Kenny Golladay, he's not all that. The rest of them are good players. They're good players. They need a competent quarterback and a good defence, and you can win eight, nine, ten games. I think, um, basically, it all comes down to sack one. <laughs> like, despite all that other stuff you lot have all just been saying, like, <laughs> it all comes down to sack one. If Saquon is fit, and you you see it with the Panthers, when McCaffrey was McCaffrey, they were competitive. When Henry was a force, competitive. You see it across the league. Yeah, it's true. It takes pressure off quarterbacks. It keeps the ball mm. moving. It keeps the clock moving. It does so many things, a good, effective running game. And that is the only thing that matters because then your defence has got enough talent that if you keep them off the field, they'll be good. So it all is down to Saquon. 
if Saquon gets injured or when he goes injured in week four, yeah, then it's over. If you've, if you've got an average quarterback like Ryan Tannehill, you need a good running back. Yeah, it's true. Same in with all Jim, fairness, well, Ryan same, Tannehill same wasn't with Jimmy bad. G, and the same yeah. and the same with Daniel Jones. Like they need good running games. Oh, I don't think it's. Fair. I'm not putting Jimmy G in the same box as Tannehill and and Daniel Jones. Why not? Because he's better than both of them. Well, he's certainly in the same box as Tannehill, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say he's in okay, the same box. Okay, but you can't put Daniel Jones in there. He's, he's had one piss, good I was game. I taking a piss with Daniel Jones. Jesus. Let's go back to like Dable and the coaching. Like, you yeah. can see the reaction to him on the sideline, but also in the locker room afterwards. He seems to have the players mm. on board. And he made that gutsy call to go for two points on that final, yeah. on the final touchdown. Great shout. He spoke to, I think, four or five of the lead defensive players and said, you good with this? And they were like, yeah, we're up for this. And that just showed... Going from like what was it last year where they they had a kneel down their own goal yeah, line, yeah. like what a difference! I mean, was it last year you also did like the quarterback sneak, the yeah. quarterback sneak from <laughs> from your own like goal line, third yeah. and eighty four? <laughs> if you're a player and you've got that as a coach, that's what you want. That's what you want. Is yeah. You want someone who's going to wants to win. They're playing for So yeah, I, I mean, I I love Dave as as a, as a as a high at the beginning of the season, and he's and, hasn't and that, been down so far. That division is one of the most open. If like if somebody gets now. on a, with Dak injured, if yeah. someone gets on a roll, you know you could you could you could have a chance. Well, let's see then. So the Giants grabbing the win in the NFC East, but so too did the Eagles, uh, 38-35 over the Lions, and the Red Pandas 28-22 over the Jags. So let's jump into those games. Let's see what we make of the performances. Uh, Eagles Lions first, close scoreline in the end, but yeah. n- really the Eagles were the, by far the better team. Yes. The thing that worried me is, and I'm not saying this purely on fantasy purposes, but the lack of Devonta Smith. Well, he didn't get a look in, but the, the thing <laughs> here nothing. is, it was four, run game, run targets. game, run game, run game. That's what well, the Eagles want to do. Brown did okay. Yeah, yeah. What did he get? 140 yeah. yards or something? Well, targets. 13 targets. Yeah. And how many targets Ten. did Devonta Smith get? Four. For zero receptions? Zero yards, yeah. Yeah, zero receptions, zero yards. Yeah. Fair enough. But uh-huh. like I say, that, the I Eagles mean, want to ground and pound. That's what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, Kenneth Gainwell, Miles Saunders. And Boston Scott. Boston Scott and Jalen Hurts. All score touch, touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, it, it's they were, not they what were we're running, used to. They were, they were a running team last yeah. year. It's not what we're used like, to. But that's but the winning. gameplay. Brilliant. I still I like maintain it. Jalen Hurts isn't a good throwing quarterback. He hasn't got a good pass them. But yeah, I'm not going to deny he's a great running quarterback. And if that's your game plan... Brilliant, go with it. Also, Eagles benefiting from a James Bradbury pick six from Goff. Uh, and Goff, we saw the best and worst of him in this game. Because, yes, he threw a, a bad pick, but he also doesn't like he doesn't fade away I with bad play. I don't understand why players, when they're under pressure, don't just launch the ball off the field. So, like, Brady and Rodgers yeah. and Drew Brees, yeah. they literally have always just launched it as far as they can in the area of a wide receiver out of the off the field. And Goff is just like still looking for some desperation yeah. shot. Even, like, if, even if you can't get off the field, at least like launch it as far as you can down the field. Yeah. Like it's as good as a punt. Yeah, he he makes mistakes. This is the thing. No one's denying that. This is why the Rams got rid of him. But he does at least have the mental capacity to not let that weigh him down. Yeah. He doesn't very often follow a mistake with another mistake. And he, he ultimately kept the Lions in this game. He throws a pretty good ball. He just makes yeah. bad decisions. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he does. He processes too slowly yeah, is absolutely. what he does. That's always been the knock. Uh, Red Panda's beating the Jags. Four touchdowns Hang for Carson on, Wentz. Can go out to Lions? You, well, if you want. DeAndre Smith. Swift. 15 carries, 144 yards, one touchdown. Underperforming, wasn't he? 
Yeah, it was shit. And and Williams as well. What what was really annoying is every time they got a <laughs> sniff of the goal line, they brought in Jamal Williams, who I yeah. don't have in my fantasy I've, team. I've got both in one of my fantasy That's, that's going to be the play for the year. Both of them. That sucks, boys. It's going to annoy you, isn't it? It is going to annoy me. I'm not yeah, having both their own So, yeah, Carson went to two, uh, two picks to go with his four touchdowns. The picks were on consecutive plays. And this is another uh, quarterback who seems to have been... <sighs> cuddled by his coaches Ron Rivera went straight up to him after the second touch, uh, pick and said you now have to go and win the game and that was it he just walked off and left him and to be fair he came out and got them in a position to win the game okay he made some mistakes four quarterbacks too but some of his throws were brilliant we get four or five games a year yeah, where Carson Wentz is Pete yeah. Carson Wentz and you're going to get three or four games where he's but like he was in the last game of last season. And it's how much of the middle ground Carson you're going to get. Because Gary has now said it, this division is wide open. Mm-hmm. The Commanders have enough pieces in this squad to push for winning this division. They're as good a team as the Giants. No. Yes. <laughs> the team is as good. No. Did you, did you see Juan Dotson and, and uh, Terry yeah. McLaurin? Dotson, and Dotson looks like a hell That's of a better player. than anything you've and got in your wide receiver cabinet. I've been big on Antonio Gibson all off-season. Yep. Curtis, the wideout room is good. I've always been a fan of Curtis Samuel. He's a decent yep. two or three. Oh, well, I said it in my preview, didn't I? If you look at the Pandas um, <laughs> roster, they, um, they're starting... Stick. <laughs> They've missed the trick, haven't they? they really uh, I like Red Pandas. Yeah, Red Pandas. I, their starting roster is stronger than the Giants. I think the Giants might have slightly more depth, but they're actual, if they can keep them fit, like... You know, they are very I'm, good. I'm with Gary again. This is uncomfortable, but I'm with Gary again. I think he's spot on. Gary's a dick. <laughs> and like it or not, and we don't like it, but on their best day, Carson Wentz is the best fit quarterback in this division. Oh, but on, 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 on their day. best day, Nathan Peterman could be a good quarterback. No, he's not. On his best day, Nathan Peterman is no better of a quarterback than you are. And you're rubbish. Dak, Dak, Dak at full fitness is better. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's not currently fit. No. So at the moment, it's Wentz. And they've got a chance. They've got a, a really good head coach who is now in charge of everything, I think. Like, the Schneiders are not doing anything. So apart from good. not persuading them to pick a better name, like Red Pandas, Ron Rivera's got a free reign. I don't think they're going to get rid of him. I think he's there I and he's. I think he's got a very long leash and he's allowed to do as he pleases. But for me... Gibson as well. So they labelled him as a fumbler and he was going to be relegated. And then uh, who's the fellow? Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson gets shot. And Gibson has a great game. <laughs> like, what more What do you want? Has anyone been arrested for that or anything? Just thinking maybe... Even maybe Antonio maybe, Gibson maybe did Gibson it. It's one way to get your shot. Yeah, well, absolutely. But, you know, not so bad. You, so you just get him a new set of gloves and just... Give him another chance. He's been really solid. I was surprised to see less JD McKissick, though. I'm not, if Gibson's playing as well as that. But last year, the two of them together combined really well. Yeah, but only because I think I think McKissick's just more about Gibson's making mistakes. Mm. So he came in as the relief. We all need relief. Uh, Travis Etienne's drop. I know he's... It was costly, wasn't it? It was costly, because he was marching into the end zone. Well, yeah, but James Robinson... I think they're going to share duties. Though. Yeah, that's, right that's a shared backfield, and so it should be. Robinson's been excellent. Yeah. Etienne's unproven. He looks to have all the talent you could want. He looked so good. He was getting open, but dropped the ball, and that's what cost him. You said before we started, Trevor Lawrence didn't look that great. I he, thought he was fine. I thought he looked Compared to this time as good as he year. did, if not better than the end of last yeah. year. So, like, he's still improving. And for me, they've still made the best coaching hire possible. Yeah. I, I really think they've done I mean, well. I would argue that Trevor Lawrence is a rookie quarterback as well after last year. 
Oh, I don't know about that. He spent a year in the mire. Oh, really? God's sake. Imagine this time he last year play, when we were just... He didn't play. He didn't play. The, thing, the overarching thing with me for this is the Jags should have won this. Yes, they should. Yep. But you couldn't say that at very many points last season. No. We were no. laughing ourselves silly last year. But we were competitive. I think if, you go, if the Jags go into it, finish every game where they're within a score or they're competitive... At, that for me, they could lose. They could go zero and seventeen. But if you look at the results and they're in every game, you can close, you can take a progress out. It was of that. a close game between yeah. two bottom ten teams. Yeah, absolutely. So it doesn't really tell you very much, does it? Like beyond, like I say, it's mostly relevant because of what the NFC East has now become. Yeah. Um, in the NFC East, that leaves us the Cowboys. Now we've we've mentioned this already, but we'll le- we'll lean towards our mid mid uh, way break here with the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers at the Dallas Cowboys. Same old Brady and Bucks clamping down on the Cowboys and throttling them nineteen to three. But the main talking point, apart from how poor the Cowboys were, is the fact that Dak is out for four to six weeks. Four if you listen to Jerry Jones. Eight if you listen to anyone else, and six if you go down the middle uh, with what is effectively a broken thumb. Uh, he bounced it off someone's helmet. We've all done it. Uh, and his backup is Cooper Rush. Now, we've said before, teams with bad backups struggle. I mean, it's it's almost like you haven't planned for the eventuality of a man whose ankle was facing the wrong way 18 months ago. It's very strange. A team that's willing to spend money, not willing to spend it there. I just think this... The, the, you, they've made some odd decisions. Like... The Amari Cooper trade. The Amari Cooper trade. And not bringing in anyone else to play wide receiver alongside CeeDee Lamb. Like the the defence letting Randy Gregory leave the building and not really replacing him. It's just un-Jerry Jones-like. What Did you see anything positive out of the Cowboys? No. Me neither. Three points. Michael Parsons is still an okay player. Yeah, okay, on defence. Michael Parsons, two sacks. Very disruptive to to Brady. Now, the Buccaneers, I, I thought... They're on for a bit of a slump this season. This was as easy as it gets. They weren't even playing at full throttle in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Playoff Lenny turned up about four months early. <laughs> What's going on there? He was great. Did you follow my advice, Paul? Pick Lenny Finette. I, I I put him in. I mean, I was I, I had some jitters. Lenny Finette was the reason Paul beat me in fantasy. So shut up. <laughs> right, but he was excellent. And he basically I mean, took the pressure off of Brady when me. Parsons and that were bearing down. Uh, Devontae Adams is the reason I beat you in fantasy. Yeah. I matched you with Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Nah. Um, Julio Jones looks good as well. Now, wasn't it? I've actually put this is the only one I've put in capitals on the list. Julio is back. I didn't because even read that. This <laughs> is exactly what the Bucks want him to do turn up for half a dozen plays, run into the middle of the field, yeah. 10 yards away, and yeah, out jump someone. Yeah. He had two rushing attempts as well, 17 yards. He. Yeah. Took the pressure off of Brady. He, he was excellent. Ways. He will probably get injured at some point. He's at that point in his career. But this is what they do. They A, a bit like the Patriots used to do. They take other people's cast-offs and they say, right, if we get six really good games out of you, that's great. We'll take that. The important thing is he's not going to take his shirt off halfway through a game and fuck off. <laughs> no, he hasn't browned it. No, not yet. No. Is that not a thing? <laughs> not, not, not in football, no. <laughs> it's for you. <laughs> Hi, Paul. Uh, so, uh, again, as mentioned earlier, who the fuck is Noah Brown? Number two receiver on the Cowboys at the moment. He's a 2017 seventh round pick from OSU. He browned it. 
He, he well, he was excellent. I got no idea. Bigger, I literally had to look that up. Bigger news: Chris Godwin injured again. Yeah, that's a shame. Out just, for a just, few weeks. Just the twins. They reckon it might be quicker actually than a few weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. That's all two to four. Yeah. Now, you see, the, the difference is there. Chris Godwin gets injured. You're like, all right. Well, they've got Mike Evans, Julio Jones, still Cameron Brait, Fournette is there. If CD Lamb gets injured, you, you, you're stuck with Noah Brown and Dennis Houston. Who? Yeah, exactly. Dalton, Schultz, Dalton Schultz is doing his uh, oh, standard and, business. And, and yeah, Simi Fahuko. I'm sorry, what? You've got what? Uh, Simi Fahuko. Bless See, you. To be fair, Godwin, Bless you. Godwin was back way earlier than most people thought he would be from yeah. his ACL. So sometimes you find when they um, have one injury, they come back and pick up a slightly different one just because of the rehab and stuff they do. Yeah, I'm so sure. I think you'll just see him with a couple of niggly injuries and then he'll be back. I think, I mean, Dak Prescott's out for six years. Six if if Dak Prescott misses six weeks, the Cowboys don't win this division. It, it, they've got nothing. I'll be surprised if they win, win more than one game without him. They're run a game. So let's say he's out for six weeks. Beng- Bengals, Giants, Commanders, Rams, Eagles, Lions. They might win one. One of those. Cooper Rush, they won't win any. That's a tough run, and you're playing all three of your division. Yeah, run, division that's what runs. I mean. They'll be so far behind. And then if it's two more extra weeks, you're against the Bears and the Packers. So they might win two, maybe. Probably none. Like they, they realistically could be 0 and 8. That's not too much to say. Oh, I do not think that. I, there's, there's, I think there's three winnable games. But there's three. nothing on offense. Yeah. Three. three. Lions, Bears. Lions, Bears. They're playing the Pandas? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they can beat the Pandas. <laughs> pandas. <laughs> they could beat the Red Tails. With, with Dak Prescott, I'd say, yeah, right, they're in, they're in the shout. A, that was a pathetic performance. And B, they haven't got Dak Prescott. And their yeah. offensive line's yeah. terrible. I still think they could beat the Pandas. You got the Giants as well? Yeah. Mick yeah. McCarthy's getting Div- the sack. Divisional Busted. Games, all sorts of things happen in divisional games. They could easily be four and four. You're hyping it up. They're not winning. That's three. week one. They're not winning three games. That's uh, taking us to a break. Eight games down, eight to go, and also one presenter down because uh, Gary's buggered off. <clears throat> so, with the Bucks winning, uh, what, what could we see from their NFC South rivals? Two of them faced off with former first-round picks in 2015, Jameis LASIK-Winston and Marcus Superman Mariota at the helm. This one was a squeaker, but in the end, Saints triumph 27-26 over the Falcons. Uh, some comeback by LASIK-Jameis in the squeaker. final. Yeah, squeaker. Squeaky bomb time. Okay. Can't be the only person that knows that. Yeah. I know that's the squeaky bum reference. Yeah, it's, it's called a squeaker. Okay. It is now. Apparently. Go on, then. Analyze. Right. Typical Falcons get a lead, lose a lead, <laughs> lose the game. Yeah. Mariota was okay. But Mariota obviously wasn't the problem. It was the complete lack of defense and letting a substandard quarterback back into the game. But Michael Thomas woke up and uh, is like Saquon Barkley. He's back. Five receptions for seven yards and two touchdowns. And boy, what some catch. He also caught one that was just half a foot down out of bounds and it was a great catch. Yeah. It was like one of those ones you want to see. Where's the one foot rule? That's what I want. There's, but a, there's a couple of catches like that. It, it should be one one hand, one foot. That's how it should be. <laughs> when it's a certain level of spectacular, yeah. it should be like it should be like we're not going to the video. We're just keeping that one. Yeah, I'd make it part of the coverage. Fans, is this spectacular enough to be allowed? Yeah, five guys in the pub. Do you think this is a really good catch? Yeah. All right, we're going to keep it because we want to keep watching it for all of time. <laughs> uh, they also benefited from getting Will Lutz back, who missed the whole of last season with a core injury and was fairly 
lights out in this game to, to, to win the game. Don't forget that, you know, in the fourth quarter, coming into the fourth quarter, Jameis had 90 yards passing. I think we're going to talk about how important a kicker is in, in the yeah. upcoming games. Oh, it's it's definitely <laughs> going to happen. It's a theme for week one. But, but he threw I mean, in <laughs> like 150 yards in the fourth quarter, two touchdowns. It was mad. When the worst kick of the week wasn't a bloke drafted in from playing safety. <laughs> Justin Reed. Yeah. Like we've already covered that game. Yeah, yeah. We, we did. Uh, Harrison but, Barkley got injured. But, yeah, but um, he blasted his kickoff attempt through the uprights. That was amazing. <laughs> I always think that should be a field goal. Like, yeah, if you're that good and you can do that, you should get some points. But yeah. Um, Cordero Patterson, career day, 120 yards rushing. And you all mocked me for picking him in fantasy. Oh, he won't be as good as he was last year. Uh, I didn't. I, I know you didn't. You took him to pick before I was going to. I think he's. Turns out he was good. I took him, but didn't play him. I thought, on balance, the Saints will be slightly disappointed that their defence didn't play better, and the Falcons will be pleased that they were at least able to keep up. This is another, another story of you know, week one rustiness and sloppiness. It, it was. Are you using it's only week one, or it's you only week one? I oh, think. Um, yeah. I'm going to say it's 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 only Jameis Winston. Like I'm going to say it's only week one, and it's only the Falcons. Well, there yeah. is that. It's a rusty, sloppy squeaker. <laughs> it's week one. I paid four hundred quid for that. <laughs> I think when you look at the Saints on paper, this is scary when they get organised. Jameis looks very happy there. Mm. They look I like they trust like, him. You would be when... All right. The big question mark was, is Michael Thomas back? Yes, he is. Well, you couple him with Jarvis Landy, Land, Landry, even, Chris Alave and Alvin Kamara. It's a great set of players. Like, you put Jimmy G in that setup, and he's, he's suddenly winning games. True. Uh, who's their best rusher? It was the tight end. Tight end. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, yeah. Put in for a series of plays and four carries, 81 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> That's nuts. I think one of them was, was he, like, he 57 got yards. 57 yards yeah. and got to the, got them into the red zone. Yeah. I mean, he, he annoys me as a quarterback, but as a gadget player, he's just fun. Oh, fun as fuck. As a gadget player, he's fantastic. As fantasy, oh, I'll bring in Taysom Hill. No yards. Yeah. I'll oh, get rid okay, of him. Right. 400 yards. <laughs> well, <clears throat> if you thought the uh, Saints-Falcon game was close, Panthers-Browns, uh, this another squeaker, uh, the Baker-Mayfield revenge tour. Brown squeaker. Yeah. The Baker-Mayfield revenge tour didn't last very long, but actually Baker wasn't the problem here. Baker played okay. Like, you got decent level Baker, which is better than anything the Panthers had last year. They, yeah. they were in so the game. We've done it on the roster. I don't know if this was make or bake. <coughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I've been here all week. <laughs> in the end, Browns win 26-24 with a rookie kicker nailing a 58-yard field goal for the win. Cade York, take a bow. It's drafted in the fourth round, which, you know, do you remember the last kicker drafted this highly? It was... Well, not that highly. Um, Roberto Aguayo. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Second I was round. Thinking of the Bengals kicker last year. No, no. Roberto Aguayo, second round. Yeah, that was a was, that was last a kicker taken as early as this. Yeah. Traded up for him as well. Yeah. Um, uh, <coughs> yeah, get a good kicker. It's, it's key. Uh, yeah, so Baker didn't really pull this off, but it was more about the fact that the best one-two punch at running back in the league was as active as it could be. Chubb yeah. and Hunt just took this game away. Yeah. This is another one in fantasy though. You're pretty pissed off because Nick Chubb got 141 yards. I didn't realise that. 
We were surprised. We barely saw him come up on the screen. Because Kareem Hunt was taking all all the touches when it came to getting touchdowns. And look, as a team, that's amazing. And if you've got before the season we were saying that's the best one two punch at running back. It is the best one two punch at running back. Nick Chubb paid like a, a starting uh, running back. Kareem Hunt is paid like a backup, that's what they do, but together they're fucking awesome. Yeah, lights out indeed. Uh, okay, <clears throat> we discussed the Bills getting the best possible start earlier, but the AFC East had an interdivision matchup of its own as the Patriots travelled to Miami and got stomped 20-7. to seven. Uh, Once you've finished laughing, which you rightly should, can we firstly discuss Bill Belichick on the slide? Yeah. It's over. He doesn't fit in the NFL. He thinks he can just throw his mates in at whatever coordinator position and it'll just work out if you're stern enough with the players. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah. It doesn't work. Look at Mac Jones's numbers. He threw an unfortunate interception. It was a great tip by one of the defensive players being caught by another. But he was incisive. He was cutting through. The Miami defence wasn't amazing. He did enough to get enough yards. It's just... There's nothing explosive about New England. They've got, what, six receivers or five receivers get 30-odd yards, but nobody's got a big play in them. No, Kendrick Bourne was the only one who got what I'd class as a big play. He got one reception for 41 yards and, um, and how many? Target. How many targets did he get? One. one and yeah. why is that? Because he only played in the fourth quarter because he was being disciplined by Belichick. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Shooting the guy, the it doesn't work. Now, I made an analogy at the weekend when I said the Cowboys waited too long to get rid of Tom Landry. He had been crap for quite a while. Bill's only two years into being rubbish, really. But he doesn't, it doesn't work. It's over. I would say he's two years into being <coughs> rubbish. There, there, were, there were signs last year that, like, remember when you beat the Colts by just running yeah. the fuck out of them? And you've, you're, like, you're like, do you know what? Uh, he, you know, there's... In a in a tight game, you'd sort of want Bill, but at the moment, yeah, the the, the, the <laughs> Bill the, the Bill the GM is costing Bill the coach because he's not getting the right people um, in the coaching in, in the right positions. Doesn't look like, and he's not got the players to um, uh, move the ball. You know, it's it, you know, there's just no it, impact player. It, I'm, I'm not. I don't we cheered when Nelson Aguilar got a, a decent break. Like he shouldn't still be on this team. But even on, on even on defense, there's no difference. Like, that's no, it. Yeah. It really isn't, and, and that's you, been you, their strongest. Yeah, so you could normally rely on Belichick to coach a good defense, which I'm, I'm sure he still can. But there'd always be one or two players, normally at linebacker, who yeah. would be the leaders of that Dante team. Dante Hightower, etc. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he won't Teddy pay the Brisky money back in the day. There isn't that player anymore. Devin McCourtney's still there, but he's like 104 years old yep. now. Uh, that's, um, yeah, Matt Judon, he started off last year, okay, but since then... I, I had anonymous. set my sights laughably low, as you kept telling me, but this was worse than I expected it to be. I thought we'd be within a score, and this was poor. This is, if you play like that against the Jets, that's a competitive match. Yeah. And I see the Jets finishing third. No, you're still wrong. They've got no chance. Let's talk about the Dolphins a little bit. Yeah, let's move on to the Dolphins. Let's talk about the Tua Tyreek. Yeah, good start for Mike McDaniel. Good start for Tua. And who had Mike McDaniel as coach of the year? Was that also you? That was me, yeah. He won't win that. That's a big shout. Yeah. It's week one overreactions, isn't it? It is. Well, it is. But I think, you know, 
considering we've we said that other teams who are adjusting to either new quarterbacks or adjusting to new coaches have had a ha, had a slow start, I don't think that's true of the Dolphins. Now, maybe no. they lucked out in their they were playing a really weak opposition at home. But Tyreek Hill looks like he fits in that offense. The only problem Jalen Waddle looks good still. J- Jalen Waddle looks amazing. The only problem I can see on the Dolphins is they don't have a run game. No, it's just not there. But I I think McDaniel's good enough to scheme a run game out of the pass game in terms of like short passes passes to to Waddle to Tyreek Hill, who then will get massive yards after the catch. Yeah, my my concern would be against one, uh, the better say top six or eight teams, they will struggle to salt away the clock. Yeah. But they've got some experience there. You've still got Sonny Michelle and Chase Edmonds. No, Sonny Michelle's Sonny on Michelle's the Chargers now. He's on the Chargers. Oh, my mum said Ed- apologies. Chase, Ed- Chase Edmonds looked good last yesterday. I, I, I'm, it's Raheem I'm, Mostert. I'm not going to... Oh, he's he's still decent. Yeah, yeah, well, they're decent, but they're, they're, they're nothing special. And they that's where... It, I mean, this is the problem. For me, as a Patriots fan, you're now struggling to pick holes in the Dolphins. If you're going to pick one, it's the run game. Yeah, yeah but I'll, if, you, if, you, if you take the Patriots' run game of old, they never had standout players, did they? Oh, somebody's ruined the podcast by not turning down the volume on their laptop. What a rookie error. What a rookie It's error. not like NFL.com has always done that. Yeah. Sorry. Some people, eh? this is why we take the mic away from him from oh, time to time. Because right. he's a child who watches porn on his laptop. I want NFL.com. NFLgirls.com. Uh, <laughs> Go on. But yeah, no, I was just looking at the boss, the runners and... Uh, you got nothing of it. For, for, well, no, Dolphins. for the Dolphins, Chase Edmonds. Twelve. I think everyone expected It's not shit. huge, but it's showing who the lead running back's going to be, which a lot of people thought it would be Mustard. It is Chase Edmonds. If that's the production you get out of him, though, I don't think he's not going to be lead running back no, for that long. It's not good enough. Um, all right, we better round out the AFCs with a look at the division's worst team, comfortably the worst team, the New York Jets, who shat the bed against the Ravens in a twenty-four to nine defeat at home. Uh, and Joe Flacco threw the most passes he's thrown in a game Ridiculous. since 2014. When your team doesn't have a left tackle, when your starting left tackle gets injured, the replacement left tackle you get in, you bring in gets injured, you're screwed. Yeah, especially when your quarterback can't move more than two yards in any one direction. He's like the king in chess. Like He <laughs> looks good standing there, but he can only move one pace at a time. Only 17 carries for the whole, the whole of the game. Yeah, like the Jets... <sighs> Don't sleep on Michael Carter no. because he was clearly the lead running back and he looked the best of the running backs. But you cannot ask 59 passes. And this, yeah, and this game, okay, yes, they were chasing it by the time it got to the fourth quarter, but there were only 10 free down at half time. Yeah. They're not chasing the game through the whole of the game, which no. would warrant that many passing attempts. 59! Carter looked good. 10 carries, 60 yards, you know, six yards carried there. Yeah. You, that's what you've got to lean the on. The Dolphins were getting that. We'd be saying, Jesus, the Dolphins yeah. are winning this, this division. That's what you've got to lean on. <laughs> the second the second most successful rusher with no yards was Joe Flacco. Exactly. It's like, I. That it's unfortunate that Zach Wilson's gotten injured, but come on. You've got to do better than this. The, the Ravens basically didn't get out of third gear Second in this game. Year, yeah, it, it, they, they really didn't have to try that I mean, hard. A team that you're used to seeing, I think they... Did they break the record for most 100-yard rushing games yes. uh, last year? They only had 21 carries in total themselves. Yeah, because they didn't, they didn't, didn't have to, to do anything. Um, Lamar Jackson uh, reportedly turned down $250 million contract. Yeah. Not enough guarantee. Not enough guarantee is what he's saying. He's worth every penny. He's the anti-Kyler. I mean... All he does is win. Yeah. I can't... 
I, he, he's worth. I mean, he's worth every penny of a two hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Whether you, he's worth every penny of that one hundred percent guarantee. No, no. Given his playing style, the thing is, the market is skewed, isn't it? Because of yeah, because of um, Dickhead's contract is an, out, is an outlier. Like, but so what the contract? Paul? Murray, Hello. Rome, um, Russell Wilson. That's where that's where the market is. There's an outlier in Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson shouldn't be doing that. The Ravens aren't a franchise that are going to bow to that either. There's a very realistic chance he doesn't play for them next year. Or He'll they'll, play on the they'll franchise, franchise him. But, but yeah, there's a realistic chance that in two, three years' time, he's not there. That's that's scary, but very true in the modern world. Uh, also dangerous for him to be playing on the last year of a deal. Yes. With his style? That's the risk you take on last year deals or on the franchise tag, because suddenly... The uh, Ravens injury bug struck again. Yep. Fuller uh, out for the season, torn ACL. Yeah. How many ACLs have they had go on that team in the last two years? Five? Six? I thought the 49ers a couple of years back. Well, that's still, a, that's still a decent cornerback room, even with Carl Fuller gone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think the scary thing is, like, you, you start to get... You, you get one, and then you're like, shit, if we lose another one, we're fucked again. Yeah. Uh, adding to my list of who the fuck is that guy, Devin Duvernay. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I think that's a little bit unfair. His third round pick last year. Good for him. It's decent. decent Fuck pedigree. me. Yeah, that's decent pedigree. You'd expect a second or third round. Nev- I, I, I watch the NFL quite closely. I don't recall ever hearing that name before. He's no Rashad Bateman, is what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing that scares me with the Ravens. There's no, um, there's no standout in the wideout room. But you got to win your games. They won their game. I don't mind it because then it's... You know what they're going to do? Do they're going to? They are going to rush it. Yeah. And I think. What's the point of paying money for a star pass catcher when you don't throw the ball? And the well, Jets yeah. obviously must have got it completely wrong because they obviously stuffed the box and Lamar just threw over a couple of times. Yeah, some brilliant. Throws. We all do the, enjoy the throws good box were, stuff. The throws were great. Yeah. There was some like the, the no look one. Like if if Mahomes does that is the is the thing. But um, you know, it was lo- it was brilliant. Every so often, Lamar looks like a bloke. Who you think? Oh, actually, there was a passer in him, and then he'll go and have a. He game goes back he... to what he's comfortable with. Yeah, but the thing, the thing is, there were blokes out there who don't have his legs that are exactly the same, and when he can't throw it, he will run for you yeah. anyway. He's he's brilliant. He's worth all the money that they you know. Whoever pays him will pay him, but it's. Uh, Unlike and he's got, Gus, he's got Gus the bus coming back in a couple of weeks as well. And you know, that's J.K. Dobbins fit. Yeah. yeah, Dobbins missed out the last minute, really. They decided not to play him. Playing that safe. Yeah, uh, one of my rookies to watch, as I likely the tight end, uh, four targets, no receptions. Strong. <laughs> they were just, yeah, strong. They were watching him very closely. <laughs> right, we already know the Super Bowl champs lost, but what are the title runners up? Well, the Bengals hosted the Steelers on Sunday, and this one was wild. Steelers take it 23-20 in overtime after Burrow has his worst pro game. Yeah, worst, worst game. Worst, okay, worst game as well. I he's didn't even look he's never much. thrown four interceptions. He has now. <laughs> I think this is a game which was unfortunate because if the kick, the kicker made that final kick, made that point after, Joe Burrow comes back and rescues the game for the Bengals and they win when they shouldn't have. Yeah, the 49ers secondary is better. So we were saying, saying Trey Lance is better than Justin Fields. Oh, yeah, I just said. To be fair, I felt Minka the, Fitzpatrick. Got a great block on that. Oh, I agree. Minka Fitzpatrick for me is shouldn't be, but is one of the most underrated players, defensive players in the league. You're relying 
on a kick to win the game with a backup snapper. Yeah, it's a backup tight end doing the yeah. same. You know, like it. All it was of it, high. All of it looked. You know, that's the, that. Th- them's the breaks, but yeah, you know. Well, in, in overtime as well, both kickers missed. Evan McPherson missed, and then Chris Boswell, who's just been given a billion dollar contract, hit the the noise when he oh, hit. Oh, oh, satisfying. That post really still around. And I know you appreciated my picture of Doink the Clown. I did. It was <laughs> that you do not get to break that reference out very often. I I still feel well done to the Steelers, but for me the Bengals lost this. Yeah, hundred <laughs> oh, percent. But that's what the Steelers do. Yeah, but but yeah. like we did say with the Rams, where Stafford hadn't played, Burrow hasn't played. He has appendicitis all off season. He's not played, and it looked it. And the connection with Jamar Chase was still excellent, but there were definitely some some complexities missing. He wasn't the same player we saw at the end of last season. It will take two or three weeks. That's fine. Uh, Steelers they won, but was it worth it to lose TJ Watt, who could? You know, he apparently's torn his pec, but he could be back at training tomorrow if you uh, hear I've something. Seen, I've seen four to six weeks still. Let, let's be let's be at best optimistic. Four weeks. Let's say four weeks. He put a gif up on Twitter of I'll be the Arnold the Terminator, I'll be back. Okay, so he's confident of playing this season. Yes. Or, or he's got laser eyes. Well he's just a big fan of the Terminator franchise, Maybe. you know. He's just chasing a boy. Right. <laughs> he was he was epic again. His next week was asking where James Connor was. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Very very strange. That's that's a deviation I did not expect to get to. TJ Watt being out is massive. It's great for me because the Patriots are playing the Steelers <laughs> next week. But doesn't matter. There's still enough quality in that Steelers. Defense, the you know, hundred uh, percent agree. Yeah, but the offense was woeful. Yeah, it wasn't good. They had short field so many times. Mitch Trubisky, what are you, hundred and forty yards? He got one hundred ninety four. Oh, I've yards. outdone him. But yeah. the Steelers got thirteen first downs to the Bengals thirty two. Yeah, like they couldn't hold on to the ball at all. They couldn't score. Najee Harris got injured as well. Najee Harris got injured, although apparently he's meant to be back uh, in week two. Right. It wasn't an impressive win. It was just an entertaining win. Yeah. But that's a Mike Tomlin win. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And see, Mike Tomlin evolves with the league, and this is the difference between him and Belichick. Belichick yeah. says, this is my way or the highway. Tomlin has evolved with the crazy players and the way games have to be played, and now he's taken a average at best quarterback and is still winning games. To be fair, he didn't make any mistakes as such. Like, no, no, Trubisky was fine. It's know, like having Alex ones. Smith. Only had one sack, given how bad that offensive that's, line That's is. a fair analogy, Paul, yeah? It's game like man- having Alex Smith, game, game manager. Game manager, yeah. And it worked. Yeah. And it, yeah, you say, you, you, if you take away Najee Harris from that team, there is no other rusher. It's not like, you know, the, you, 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 you lose Kamara, you've got Ingram. No. They ha- their, their best rusher was Chase Claypool mm. with yeah. 36 yards. They're, there's nothing behind it, which... That's a concern. It's a concern. Like b- before, like they used to have uh, Benny Snell, Benny Snell, Benny yeah. Snell, and, yeah. and James Connor. Snell, Snell, faster. But yeah, they need to. They, they sh- oh, I mean, is that one of John's films? <laughs> Benny Snell. I mean, Le'Veon Bell's uh, available, yeah. uh, and it's great at punching people in the face. He's a knockout. He's a knock. Yeah. Um, but yeah, brings um, a man to his knees. It doesn't help. Um, th- they're just gonna get better. Um, I I think as well, just in terms of 
there were some drops by the wideouts for Pittsburgh as well. Well, yeah, as well. The um, the decision not to challenge yeah. the Jamar Chase touchdown because he that was, he a, was, touchdown, was yeah. a touchdown and they didn't challenge it, and that would have given them another two minutes. They not only didn't challenge it, they rushed up to the line to get the next playoff. Yeah. <laughs> it was bizarre. There, yeah. were, there were also in this game two catches which weren't catches which should have been catches because they were spectacular. There was a Jamar Chase one and a Deontay Johnson one. Yeah, yeah, they were both very good. And Le'Veon Bell, are you suggesting he beat Peterson harder than a child in the Peterson household? Obviously, the the, the, the people cheering most uh, for Le'Veon Bell's knockout were Peterson's children. Moving on, Las but, Vegas Raiders made one of the biggest off-season moves when they signed Devontae Adams, and his first game as a Raider came against the LA Chargers. Derek Carr and Justin Herbert looking to duel it out, and it was close. But in the end, Chargers prevail 19-24. The Chargers' pass rush was incredible. Yeah. K- Khalil Mack. Yes, please. <laughs> you have three sacks in the game? Yep, three sacks. Um, and four QB hits. But I did think the Chargers were going to charge it up this game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We all thought they were charging up. very happy they didn't. And I hope that it's a sign of things to come. They, they forced very, Derek Carr into yeah. some bad throws. Two passing touchdowns, but three interceptions for Derek Carr. Yeah, and I think maybe, maybe that could be the difference this year in that they have got a defense that can legitimately attack the quarterback. Like Joey Bosa and yeah. Mack. On paper, that should be an amazing pass rush, but it is. it does seem like it is an amazing pass rush. Saying that, the Raiders offensive line, we know it was dodgy. They let Alec Leverwood go. Like a lot, at least if you've got him as an option, because it didn't look good. When all f- I saw the tweet that said thirty-two teams said no to him, which means like the Raiders offered him back to themselves. <laughs> well, that's true. He's on the, he's on the Bears now. <laughs> the uh, uh, the other one was uh, the, Sas- the Saskatchewan Wolf Riders. Even they said no. It's easy, easy for you to say. I, I, Maybe it's a Devontae Adams thing, but he was targeted 17 times. Of course it's a Devontae Adams thing. The, the connection looked really good. He got a lot of yards. But that's, yeah. that's what you do. If you have Devontae Adams in the team, you only throw to him. Well, apparently so. But Darren Waller's only targeted six times. He's the next on the list yeah. of targets. He's the next one on six. But that's a big discrepancy. It seemed Adams And heavy. that was a good, a decent enough receiving call before Devontae Adams got there, you know. Hunter Renfro was a thousand-yard receiver. Was a thousand-yard receiver. Darren Waller is quality. He signed a new contract at the weekend as well. Like, I think they've got to find a way to balance that out. Otherwise, you can't expect it. It becomes a bit predictable. Yeah, exactly. uh, Keenan Allen for the Chargers, out injured, hamstring. He's uh, set to miss week two, but they're not diagnosing beyond that. Um, he's so key to what they want to do because he draws so much coverage. He's an inconsistent player. Great, great player. When he's when he's on, he's great, and he's and he's fit. But I don't think you're ever going to get that kind of big run of games from him ever again. Doesn't seem like it. it has to be said. Probably on the wrong side of whatever age he is. Thirty-two, something like that. Um, but DeAndre Carter stepped up in his place. You've still got Mike Williams there. I think it's quality. Really. Is he? Just well, the wrong side of thirty would be thirty-two. It would be. Yeah. 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 Um, I wish I was thirty-two. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think they've got a. They've got players who can step in, but I think their quarterback is good enough to elevate those players. Herbert was fucking brilliant. Yeah, he was. Herbert was amazing, and this is why I, I felt he will push Patrick Mahomes for best quarterback of the season. I think he's really good. But yeah. the Chargers' run game was anemic. It was bad. Yeah, 
14 carries for like 36 yards. Although, I, I see what you guys are saying. There's just there's, there's this thing with the Chargers that I just I can't back them because on paper the roster's great. Last season on paper the roster was great and they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, that's they they should have me off. They should have locked down this game and they didn't. And there's just this the lack of kind of. But this was the game they lost last from year, wasn't it? Yeah, this, this was what? the final game against yeah, the Raiders. And this is a game, if they were the typical Chargers, they would have lost again. Yeah, Maybe. I'm with Jim. I'm, I think they're remoulding this season. I think they're going for the win in the division. I, I think, think it's really good. It, I mean, it was incredibly important they did win that game because they go to Kansas on Thursday and play the Chiefs on Thursday night football. Without Keenan Allen. Without Keenan Allen. Yeah, that. You know, if you lose that, if you lose that, and you've lost this, you're zero and two and facing an uphill challenge. Do like, they definitely lose that? No, they don't definitely lose it. Did they win them? Did they beat yeah. Kansas? But it's a tough game. That's what I'm saying. It's not what it's not a certainty that they win, is it? On a podcast a few weeks ago, I was critical of Justin Herbert. I, I take it back. He's 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 very talented. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I, I worry going into a Kansas game without your best receiver when. Kansas have just gone and added three yeah. average ones to make a, an absolutely brilliant offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah it I, certainly makes the game harder. Right, Devontae Adams' former team, the Packers, travelled nah. to Minnesota <laughs> to take on the Vikings, and the New York offense struggled without their star receiver and their play caller. He got to mention earlier. Hack it. Yes, I can. Uh, Boiled bollock. Yes. So Vikes win twenty-three to seven. Ouch, Duncan. Uh, Rogers. Not impressed with his rookies. Uh, oh, the look he gave Watson when he dropped a seventy-five-year uh, touchdown bomb, and he dropped it. Dropped it, and he looks as if to say, "This is why I only throw to my mate." But at the same time, the separation he got yeah. looked oh, yeah. phenomenal. And, and the problem was, from that moment, Aaron Rodgers didn't look like he was winning this game because he just was having a hissy fit. This is always the knock-on. Standard Aaron Rodgers. I mean, weren't they already behind in the game anyway? Because yeah, the, yeah. The Vikings, the Vikings were straight out of the blobs, and they scored on their first possession, didn't they? The Vikings, fucking, oh, they were amazing. Now, I, I got, I got <laughs> upset about it. Yes, yeah. I am upset because he said they'd be great. <laughs> and and like, guess what? Week one, they were great. They were great. Guess what it is, though? They've got Justin Jefferson. One. One. <laughs> They've got Justin Jefferson. That's what it is. Justin Jefferson was amazing. Kirk Cousins was really good. The Packers secondary were terrible. They couldn't cover. A bed with a duvet. They I mean, were awful. What was it? Was it Jefferson's second touchdown? He was so wide open. <laughs> I just. How do you leave? Like the guy had nine receptions, one hundred and eighty-four yards. Twenty-yard average. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely bonkers. They just picked him apart and they had their way with him. Zadarius Smith was another one who deserves. He, he got. A sack, two quarterback hits. Like he was all over the shop. So offended was he that the Packers let him go. And the most hilarious attempt at Rogers trying to block him and falling to the floor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Packers are kind of a mainstay of the NFL, aren't they? They're a team that always perform well. They always they, they start off badly. Like last year, they got absolutely dicked. Like Thirty three and three yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I love watching it when they get hammered. Yeah, someone did say like if you if you only count their week one results in the last two years, they are like sixty six ten because they only scored f- three last year. You know, like it's not great. It yeah, was yeah. They, they were they were you know it wasn't just you know they, they haven't just lost Adams. Of course, Bakhtiari was was missing. Was yeah. missing. Both their starting tackles yeah. were missing. Um, it showed as well. But 
you know what they do have? They do have AJ Dillon, who looks really good and maybe surpassing Aaron Jones in this backfield. He led them in receiving as well. Yeah. In fact, Devontae Adams got more receiving yards than all the wide receivers. <laughs> I did see that. I mean, this is the problem. Aaron Rodgers is throwing a fit. I, I believe in AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. They have yeah. possibly the second best one-two punch in the NFL. Yeah, I like Elliot Pollard. <sighs> really? Zeke is not. I'd take Jones and Dillon. I'd take Jones and Dillon. Yeah. I, I think they're really good. But Rodgers is going to hold this team back if he doesn't just He's keep throwing just... to the receivers. They've got to learn. You can't just... Throw Actually, a fit. Like to, to Paul's point, like Christian Watson got great separation. Yeah. What like, more do you want? All right. Yes, oh yeah. You, catch the ball. Yes. It was on. It was a drop, and it was unfortunate. But go not, to him again. Go He'll to do him it again, again in the yeah. next game. Like get back up on the horse. Can't agree more. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And I find it fucking hilarious. <laughs> I I'm so pleased I picked the bikes. You, you're written so in here. Pleased. Love for cousins now. Yeah. No. No. Yes. No. Because this is he what was I was getting at. Last so, year. And. The coach. It's it's not about what I think. Mike Zimmer didn't want him. The coach here you know, now Mike wants Zimmer him. Mike Zimmer didn't want an offense. Yeah. Like you change Mike Zimmer changed the offensive coordinator every six Kevin months. Kevin O'Connell wants Kirk Cousins and it, it showed. He was giving him a chance to play and he played really well. Like I don't know what more like he's been consistently good for several seasons. He's not flashy. He's not great, and he's a bit of a dick when it comes to vaccines. But, but he, he has Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. He should be good, and he is. In week one <laughs> against a fucking a team yeah, that yeah, yeah. given up. I get it. I get it. Because the Green Bay slackers. So pleased with my Vikings pick, am I? Uh, right. Finally, the Indianapolis Colts squared off against the Texans in the AFC South showdown. Texans led twenty to three in the third quarter, but typically could not hold on. Instead, this ends after a very lame overtime period in a 2020 tie. Damn squib. Oh, I did one of them. Why did you end the game? Why did you end our yeah, you game review with this? this because Wet far. Because yeah. I could not, I just couldn't shoehorn it in anywhere else. I was so disgusted with the fact that with the opportunity to take another play and try and get within field goal range, Lovey Smith opted to punt the ball. He, he was on like fourth and two at midfield and he just punted the ball in overtime if I was the Texans I'd be punting on first and ten if I was the Texans I'd be punting on Lovey Smith <laughs> they should have kept David Cully yeah. Is, yeah that's the point like well yeah absolutely <sighs> I mean that that draw might be the thing that this is the difference between first and second in the in the draft oh, this is the high point for the Texans yeah but there's some there's some screen shoots for the Texans there are some green shoots for the Texans Derek Stingley played very Derek well. Derek Stingley played very well. De- uh, Mills. OJ Howard. OJ Howard. OJ Howard, two touchdowns. Looks amazing. Yeah. Burkhead had a fine game. Brandon Cooks had a good game. Jerry yeah. Hughes. You have to wonder why they got rid of OJ Howard at the Bills. At the Bills? I don't know. Something clean and clear. They gave him three million guaranteed and then binned him off. He never played. Mm-hmm. Weird. Well, you know, whatever. But it is. But yeah. I mean, the to, the Texans, the Texans, we, we knew that there were... It's a poor squad with some nice bits in it. They they are at the beginning of their regeneration to become merely shit. <laughs> <laughs> the Colts. Oh, that's funny because it's true. The Colts should have expected appalling. so much. Appalling. The defense wasn't great in the first half. Defense was a Matt Ryan took a long time to get going. Well, we had the, we had we joked that like, which is worse, the uh, the Colts offense or the defense on Twitter. And the next thing that happened was they um, they fucked up um, a kick. And you're like, oh no, 
Maybe the special teams is worse than both of them. Well, we, we also joke that, you know, suddenly Carson Wentz was playing brilliantly and Matt Ryan was looking very yeah. average at best. Yeah, in the end, Matt Ryan came, came up through, and played, yeah. played very well yeah. in, the, in the final quarter. But back to your kicking comment. So today we discover Rodrigo Blankenship, the bespectacled hero of kickers, released by the Colts. Yeah. He missed uh, Sweet Prince. a 50-yard field goal. He, he missed a 40-yard field, field goal. But he also kicked two kickoffs out, out of touch. touch. And it, I, I like... I feel like we do kickers get a hard time, but that's not it's not forgivable. He like missed really, a couple of important kicks in last year as well. It, like, did he, he play at the end of last year? I thought they didn't bring him no, back. They, he he was missing he got injured a hip. Mm. And I do you know, you gotta wonder, is that Well it, they, it, they didn't bring him back. They, they Mike Badgley played for them, yeah. He, he didn't come back when he was supposedly fit. And, and I think there's a problem there. Steve will be happy because they brought in Chase McLaughlin. So he can sign That's another no, a chase to his fantasy. Excellent stuff. Uh, but Matt Ryan to Pittman looked good. That was a good connection. Pittman uh, had a good game. Pittman he had a great nine, people nine doubting him, but 121 yards and a touchdown. Wide receiver, one performance. Uh, that's, what, that's what you need from Matt Ryan. That's why you bring in Matt Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. I still, I'm still doubting him, but... He's literally well, all, all they have. Let's see. Let's see. Well, consistently. Taylor was unstoppable. Yeah, as ever. I mean, they just gave a massive contract to, to Quentin Nelson. So, yeah, and this is why because That's he why, creates yeah. massive holes. So, really, it's like <laughs> <laughs> that look. I just don't need that look. That is your week one slate wrapped up. Now. In conjunction with a soon-to-be-joining sponsor, Toot Sweet, I need a quick discussion about our sweetest play of the week. So I'd like to begin. Go for gold. So the sweetest play of the week for me was the two-point conversion from the Giants. It won the game. It was unexpected. The Giants were offensive. For me, that was sweet as a Giants fan. Such a biased. massive homer. Yeah. Biased, yeah. So which 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 Portland's play did you pick, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> did enjoy some of the sacks from Nick Bosa. Um, but I was, yeah, I'm going to go for the interception by TJ Watt. Just instinctive play from a magnificent player. John? I'm going for the Minka Fitzpatrick field goal block. Right at the <sighs> That's a tough one. So, Mike, do you want to pick? Well, I... And you, you might have a choice yourself. Well, I, I was going to side with Jim and nominate TJ Watt, but I have to say I've forgotten how crucial the, t- the block was by Minka Fitzpatrick. And actually, you don't see enough of no, them anymore. Enough. Now it's you really can't leap the them. line. And so I'm, I'm going to take Minka Fitzpatrick for getting the smallest of fingertips on the blocked PAT, which allowed the Steelers to eventually win the game. Thank that you. is the sweetest play of the week. I, I'm, I'm sad that I've taken over the, the Giants' wing. I'm always, <laughs> I'm always happy when defence wins these things. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, I I said Minka Fitzpatrick's one of the most underrated defensive players in the league Um, I've noted down here a a do your job moment Uh, there was a couple of reasons all kickers yeah well (laughs) first all the kickers kickers. have made their their, their kicks yeah what what this started as is I haven't seen this but we were told there was an illegal toweling penalty (laughs) in the Niners-Bears game where what what I've seen is they're lining up for the kick and you just see a towel like randomly and the ref notices and Flows well, the flag. The hold, I mean, it was the holder brought it on, and he tried to towel down the pitch. Yeah, he was trying to make it get less wet. You're not going to do that with a towel. It, it, it seemed like, like they were it. literally going at half time with big squishies <laughs> trying to get the water never, out, yeah. of it, which kept falling. Have you seen the meme of the guy with the popcorn in the yeah, stand? Yeah, that's amazing. Well, do you remember 
Um, <laughs> I've just never heard of illegal use of a towel. Well, it's no, like he was flossing mid-game. <laughs> not, not, in, not in NFL. I remember in niche niche reference here. Will we do lap in? <laughs> yes. yes, yes. Well, there we go. Now. They stopped. It was the big. They stopped. They made it illegal for the the ball boys to hand him a towel to dry the ball to throw in. So uh, they gave. <laughs> uh, I think it was one of the right backs, who which would be closest to where he was going to be. Um, uh, you know, the right back and the left back had to wear. They wore a towelled shirt underneath their <laughs> kit so that when. <laughs> they got the throw in. They'd run up and let Rory Delap rub the ball off their shirt. Amazing. I think this original rule came about. I think the was it the Patriots used to bring on almost like a snowplow to go in <laughs> snow <laughs> for, for their kickers to then be able to kick the ball. In so in that would be illegal ploughing. Yeah, which so is I think what Sean uh, Watson it, got it done might, for. Might, might be no, that, that was illegal toweling as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somebody should have run in and thrown a flag. <laughs> would have been amazing. Oh, I'm glad the we've been, been bigger on than this uh, Paul, Paul, uh, you wanted to resurrect the Cleveland frowns. I wanted to thumb in some terrible puns. Go for gold, it's what you do best. Yay. We've mentioned it earlier, but for me, I'm actually going against Lamar Jackson here. Go on. It's a for the style of play he has to not if you're offered two hundred and fifty million dollars, regardless of the structure, two hundred and fifty million dollars for a team that has essentially built itself around you, for a franchise that's built itself around you, has sees you as the future for it, gets pieces in for you, a city that's completely taking you to your heart, and then you go, well, I might just take the tag and go and see, see what my options are. You're not going to get 250 million. I'm sorry. There's not a team that's built to just have him come in and get no. that level of success from day one. True. Yeah, that's fair. So for me, that's Lamart of the deal. <laughs> anymore <laughs> you begged for this feature to come back i just I, I i was i'm not a big fan of the baltimore ravens but for me i was incredulous with rage just thinking well why how how everything is set up for you to be successful there you have been successful there you've been an mvp there what would make you say no to $250 million. Especially when the whole team is built around you as well. Is it not the thought of $255 million? Well, we've at, at what point does it just become pointless? But we've seen, like, with negotiations Life last ball. year. <laughs> but you saw negotiations last year. TJ Watt yeah. got to the point of saying to his agent, this is enough, Yeah, sign yeah. the deal. I just get the feeling there might be some issues with the Mart of the deal here. Which is Honestly, <laughs> stop. <laughs> With that contract, you could buy 833 uh, recurring million Freddos. <laughs> Why? I know I took the wrong career. Just, just looked it up. <laughs> Any other news, gentlemen? Before I retire Paul's segment. Freddos are like... 30p. <laughs> <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen them much higher. With inflation's coming down. Oh, um, so it's really nice to see football back, um, and uh, one of the one of the the my favourite things was uh, the Cowboys fans booing Dak for being injured. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, football. <laughs> On that note, seems like a fair place to sign off. So uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week for week two's action.